All right, guys, on this episode of the Early Day Entrepreneur Podcast, I get to sit down with uh, the owner and founder and the head chef of one of my favorite restaurants called Love Chicks. Uh, Paul, the owner and the creator of Love, Love Chicks, his story is insane. I think majority of people will think what he did in order to enter the world of uh, restaurants and becoming a chef is flat out insane. But uh, and any other but any other hustling entrepreneur will know that that's pretty much what you gotta do to get you done. But uh, without giving away too much, he literally dropped everything once he realized he didn't wanna do what he was, what he was doing at the time, dropped everything, left the country to follow his passion. So you stay tuned to listen to his story. Um, also in this interview, we get to sit down with um, Paul's right-hand man and head chef, uh, Puneet. Puneet's story is also crazy. He's originally from Bombay slash Mumbai, I guess. I'm a little bit confused about those that place, and I think it changed 1995 or whatever. But uh, Puneet, as well as a passion for cooking, led him to leave his country on his own. His family, as a kid, ended up in New York, Italy, ultimately in Toronto where his journey with Paul and Love Chicks started. So yeah, I think um, that's it. No wait, we got so a few things. We recorded this episode in the original location. So Love Chicks now has two locations. One at 1588 DuPont Street. The second one in Toronto's infamous Assembly Chefs Hall at 111 Richmond Street West. Uh, you can also check out Love Chicks' Instagram. That's Love Chicks Toronto, L-O-V-E-C-H-I-X Toronto. That's their Instagram. It's pretty fire. It's pretty fire with their photos of the food. And uh, oh, last thing, I want to apologize in advance. We recorded this episode while the restaurant was actually open, so a lot of noise happens. Not a lot. First five ten minutes, we have music playing in the background. A delivery of food comes, and a few people order food during uh, this random time. So I apologize in advance for the random noise. But other than that, enjoy this episode. Peace. I got Puni and Paul. We're sitting here in Love Chicks in what is this? The Junction? Junction Triangle. The Junction Triangle. Yep. And I thought we were just meeting Paul. And <laughs> but I've got Puni here. He seems to be one of the magics uh, magicians behind the food here. But yeah, let's just start. There's no real agenda like uh, like always. So let's start. Where are you from? Um, I'm from Niagara. Okay. Um, so I, it's where I grew up. Um, you know, good little part of the part of the, you know, the, the province, right? So, yeah. you know, started, started there. I mean, going through uh, culinary and all that stuff. I mean, I can just start from there, but, yeah. you know, starting there um, was a really cool experience, right? Just In Niagara. Yeah, I mean, it's the fruit belt, right? So there's yeah. a lot of stuff, you know, and I went to university, did all that, but it just, I mean, I went for history and politics and I'm history just like, politics. you know, that just wasn't, it wasn't me, man. So I was yeah. there for like three years and then I was like, I, I'm not into any of this, right? But I always was cooking like yeah. during, during the summer or whatever to, you know. For fun. For fun and, yeah. you know, put to get, get some cash, right? Yeah. So, um, well, I ended up like taking a job in Niagara in the lake. Okay. Um, they had like, you know, a summer, you know, like a summer program or whatever to go okay. in there. And then, um, so I'm like, ah, oh, whatever, man, I'll go be a bartender. Right. Yeah. But then I was pretty, I was pretty good at the kitchen. Like I was fast and all that type of stuff. And then there were so many people going for the, like the, the front of those serving that I just went to the, the kitchen. The guy's like, you're hired right away. Right. That's awesome. Um, 
So this was, was before culinary school. This was before culinary school. This was yeah. just me like, you know, and I'm just going to go get a summertime job. But yeah. um, I remember walking in my first day and it was like alive, man. Like there yeah. was so much movement. It was fast paced. Like it got, yeah. it caught me, it got me right away. Right. That's like awesome. just, it was loud. It was energetic. It yeah. was fast paced. And I like, hear, that's what I hear. Like kitchens are intense. Oh yeah. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a, an amazing industry. Right. But yeah. it's like, you know, and I was, I was working at this like ghetto bar in, in St. Catharines. Right. And okay. so when I first walked up, like my chef's jacket wasn't bundled up, <laughs> it was untucked and I had to yeah. wear like the whole tie and little hat thing. Wow. Right. So this, the restaurant chef, his name was Andy Diamond. He like big, huge dude, like taller than me. Yeah. Like 300 pounds. Shit, you're just, tall too. <laughs> just like, a, like a, just a machine. And I was like a 21 year old kid. Yeah. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Right. Um, and he just, he looks at me and he's just like, no, undresses me apron off, you know, and he does my jacket up, but it's all like, you know, yeah. tight moves. Tight. like takes my apron, ties it up nice and it puts my, my my rags on and all that shit. And yeah. then he's like, now you're ready to fucking wash dishes. And I was just like, fuck, man, wash dishes? <laughs> and I was washing dishes for like three weeks because I want to see how you work and all Absolutely. that type of stuff, right? Because it, it was a pretty intense job, man. But like, it, it, like I said, it got me right away, right? Like yeah. seeing the freshness of the ingredients like every morning. What kind of restaurant was this? It was, uh, it was a hotel. Okay. It was part of the Vintage Inns collection where yeah. it was like, like right in Niagara the Lake. So it was like wine and wine yeah. country. And I see Groupons for that shit. Yeah, well, right now it's, <laughs> I mean, I was there actually like a couple, like maybe a month and a half ago and it was shit, man. Yeah. Like, it, it, the, the vibe's the, different. The vibe's different. The Same food chef? is. No, 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 oh. no, man. The, the, the chefs that were there before were like, like amazing, man. Yeah. And the, this woman that, <clears throat> that ran it, she was this crazy little Chinese lady named yeah. C.Y. Lai. And like, C.Y. Lai. Yeah, and she like escaped like communist China, swam yeah. to like, like all these weird Shit. stories about her. But then when you saw her, she was just like, she was like a bomb inside of a little package, right? Like just, yeah. you know, you never messed with her. So that's kind of what drove everybody, right? Like yeah. the perfection of everything. And you know, I'd, I'd wake up in the morning and you know, I'd start at five, but I'd be there at noon. You know what I mean? Working four hours for free because you want to make sure your shit's ready, right? Yeah, you want to make you sure you're ready to go. It was great, man. You'd go to like, on the way in, I'd go to like our organic farmer that, that did yeah. a bunch of shit and you know, you you pick your lettuces, you know, wow. then you take them to the restaurant, you wash them and then you're playing. So it's like literally like- And this is before the trend of everyone eating organic. And yeah, all that yeah, stuff. man. I mean, That's this awesome. is, yeah, I mean, this is, you know, I'll show my age. This is probably like 15, 18 years ago, right? Wow. That's cool. Yeah, it was good, man. 18 so, years ago is still 2000s. That's actually insane. Yeah. It makes me feel old, too. Yeah, man. Yeah, totally, right? Like, fucking hell. Shit. <clears throat> but it was, uh, it was good. And then, you know, from there, like, you know, that's... Then I would do, like, the Chef's Apprentice thing, like, yeah. when it, in the off-season. So, from, like, January... You're still in St. Catharines. It was... Yeah, but I did George Brown, right? I okay. did, like... But that was before George Brown was... What as good now. What it is now. Yeah. Like, it was pretty ghetto there, man. Yeah. Like, I didn't... <laughs> I was there for three months, you know, you kind of fuck around, you're living in yeah. Toronto, you know, you're having yeah, a good time, right? You're not, yeah, you know, yeah. you're, you know, you're just living in the city, right? I was living yeah. with like three hot chicks. Like, I mean, I was, wow. I was yeah. having a good time, right? <laughs> um, but it was, you know, it was, it was fun, like, but the school part, it, it, 
was it wasn't again it wasn't really for me man yeah. i had like school of life i right? can relate like, to where, that man where you just you're hustling you're working and yeah. you're putting yourself in in good in good situations yeah, in a right? di- different position than School yeah. kind of tries to lay out some stuff. It was you. just too structured for me, man. Yeah. I like the fact that you can just, <clears throat> you know, whip shit up and like just yeah. kind of just cook with your hands and, yeah, and your mind and like just try yeah. different things. You don't have to follow rules, right? Yeah. You follow the techniques of it, but you know, that have been there since the Escoffier days type shit, right? But yeah. I don't know. I mean, that was good, but then, you know, I was there for three years and then you start to get an itch. You want to. You've done everything that you could, you could do. So, I mean, from then on, like, my sister was living in New York at the time. And then one, you know, one, one Christmas we went down to New York and then that place just blew me away. Yeah, right? that place so, is a monster, man. Yeah. So I went, uh, so when I came back, I was like, fuck, man, I want to go, I want to I want to work in New York. Yeah. <clears throat> so, you oh, know, cool. I just, I took the Zagat guide, you know, those Zagat guides. Yeah. And I just picked out like the couple of the restaurants that I wanted to, uh, potentially work at right yeah. and then i just faxed over my resume and sent him a letter and shit wait 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 yeah <laughs> you faxed over oh, yeah. your resume faxed over your resume man classic yeah. shit, right like because it had all the you just you know you'd look at the zaga guy that had his numbers and all that stuff so you just yeah. look it up right and shockingly enough the one place that i really wanted to work at um phoned me back left a message on my answering machine and i was like i was in new york that is cool. Like three weeks later, right? Shout out to fax machines and answering machines because <laughs> yeah, no, no one shit, really knows right? what that, God, those man, things are. Old. Yeah, right? that's cool. Um, but it was fun, man. It was like right after like 9-11 too. So it was pretty intense there. And I was yeah. living... I was so you living, moved to New York. Yeah, I was living on Wall Street. Uh, my buddy had a extra room. Yeah. Right, Good but it was, you. yeah, it was pretty intense, man. But I mean, that's like 17 hour days working for free. Like I didn't get yeah. paid and all that stuff. That's when you could like... You wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't yeah. have HR call you because you're having someone do a stage and you're not getting paid, which yeah, is what yeah. happens now, right? Like, but it puts, <laughs> I mean, it puts hair, hair on your chest, man. Like, absolutely. These guys were, man. These guys were intense, awesome. man. That was, that was probably like the most extreme. Do you want to name the restaurant or no? Uh, yeah, it was uh, the chef was uh, David Boulet, and he had a place called Danube. Danube. So. Uh, but he was, it was I'm awesome. Gonna, I'm gonna pause you for a sec. Can we, let's turn the music off. Yeah, it's sure, better sure. when it's off. Yeah, sure, sure. Just because sure. I think it's gonna be clearer. Yeah, yeah, man, uh, no problem. But, yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty sick, man. Like that was, um, that was a pretty intense experience, man. Like the chef, his name was Cesar. Cesar. Yeah, like the, the restaurant chef. Like yeah. I, I only ever met David Boulet once. Okay. And, he, and I was working like the little like uh, canapé hors d'oeuvre station. Like yeah. the first thing, like the amuse bouche that you get when you, as soon as you get into the restaurant. And he's this like, and it, it, his restaurant, like his, I think his culinary approach was like, he was, he was, his background was like Eastern European, Eastern yeah. European, but he loved like Asian, Asian inspired. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like a combination of both. Yeah. I feel like it, those are the best, like the fusions. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was sick. Like the he comes in, he just like makes this crazy little like. He's like, hey, "What's your name?" I'm like, "Chef, it's Paul." He's like, "Nice to meet you." He's like, "Here, do this," and he put like 14 ingredients together, made this cool thing. He's like, "He's like, taste this." I'm like, "I'm like, yes, chef, taste delicious, chef." And he's like, "Okay, good. This is our this is our uh, canapé for our order for tonight." 
And then in the like in the kitchen, like right at the front before you go to the restaurant, was his like super rich Asian wife that had like four Cartier bags, Louis Vuitton, like wow. just dressed to the nines, man. Yeah. So that was pretty fun. But I mean, it didn't last very long because. Oh, um, so the restaurant died. Or you? well, me in New York because, like I said, it was seventeen it was, hours for free. Yeah, I mean, it, it, <laughs> they, they loved me, but I couldn't. I, I got every night I'd come home, I'd like get stopped by SWAT because it, they were like all over the Wall Street. The yeah, they were all over the, uh, the stock exchange, right? Because I mean, that was an open wound still, man. Like it was like. Oh, it shit. was like three months later. Right? <laughs> this is this story just got insane. I was already fascinated by the fact that you're willing to work 15, 16, 17 hours for free to learn from some of the best. But now you're walking home getting stopped from SWAT. Oh, yeah, man. Like same, like, you <laughs> know, I'd, I'd be in uh, I'd be in the cab and like, you know, whether I was walking or, or a cab because I was broke, I wasn't getting paid. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, when I was really tired, you knew I was tired if I was taking the cab home. Right. Yeah. It was I, I mean, I spent money on I mean. Cigarette, beers, orange juice, out of bagels, and cream cheese. Like, that was my diet. The deli. Life. New York delis. Yeah, 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 man. No man. kidding. You've never um, been to New York. New York delis, man. Um, but it was pretty fun, man. I mean, but, like, so they the would, one, What would they do when they question you? I, well, they would ask me, like, where are you? What are you doing? What do you do? But, like, I kept on... I started getting, like, the same guy over and over again. Yeah. Oh, okay. At night, so like, knew. late at night. And he'd be like, okay, man, like, what are you doing here? Like, what do you do? I'm like, oh, I'm, just, I'm a cook over... He's like, where's your papers? I'm like, I don't have any. He's like, you don't have papers? I'm yeah. like, no, man. He's like, if I catch you again, he's like, you're going directly to prison. Yeah. So I was like... Shit. I was back. I stayed in the, the condo. I was staying at. And then, yeah. you know, two days later... So how long later, did the New York was, thing last? It was about seven, eight months. Okay. So it was good, man. It was, it was a great experience. Experience-wise? Yeah. yeah. But when you then when I came home, I was like I was hungry. Yeah, you saw just the learn. hustle. You saw yeah. the, New York's hustle oh, is man. unmatched. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's just it's you know it's just, it just never stops. It's yeah. you know it's like Toronto now, man. Like Toronto, you stop, you lose here, right? Yeah. Especially in our industry, right? Because it's um, man, I love that line. You stop, you lose. Especially <laughs> as an entrepreneur, as a hustler, well, as, as a restaurant owner. Yeah, I mean especially in our industry, right? It's so competitive. Um, and there's so much, there's so much to do, and there's always yeah. a, a new craze, and there's always a new restaurant opening, and yep. there's always the next next hot thing, Man. and you know, for us, you know, we just, you know, we got to kind of keep it, we keep our our story to it, like, yeah, t- true, right? We keep it where we want it to be, right? And cool. Don't really don't really worry about too much else, man. And um, you Good know, and then you. after after that, you know, I was in Toronto for three years after I got back from New York yeah. worked at a sick restaurant um, with like at the time one of the best chefs in the city yeah um, and then did a really big stunt in Vancouver for about seven years oh shit so that was amazing too I mean that was a that was an amazing experience right yeah. like just a com- completely different type of food scene right like yeah you know the seafood I was a seafood chef like at a, at a wicked seafood restaurant for like three years you know and that so was Vancouver for seven years yeah that was uh, that was a pretty I didn't plan on going out there for that long but yeah. you know it's all about you know who you meet right like all of a sudden yeah. I had like a sick group of dudes that we that we were bu- really good buddies and yeah you know and then you start to get comfortable right and then all of a sudden you're just like blinking an eye you're like what the fuck man how am I been yeah. out here for so long but you know, then you start to have a family, and it's all it's it's pretty far away yeah. away, and it's expensive, right? But 
It is. You know, so we made the. So you were working at a restaurant, seafood restaurant there. I was, yeah, seafood. Uh, I was uh, did a big stint at an Italian restaurant, um, yeah. and then I was the chef of uh, like a like a ninety seat, ninety room boutique hotel. Okay. Um, Interesting. Yeah, no, I mean, they, they, like all the experiences out there, you know, were phenomenal. Like I said, yeah. man, I I, put, I try to put myself into. Yeah. Good learning situations and work with, you know, good people, good chefs, good yeah. businesses, right? And like learn from them, man, because mm-hmm. it's a hustle, man. It's, it's a struggle, cool. right? Like, I mean, what, 75% of restaurants yeah. fail in the first two years, right? So I notice it, man. And even if the food's good, it's just expensive. Oh, yeah. I, it's, you know, it's, you, you, you always have to. You always have to look at your costs and like how to run the business and yeah. you know try to make sure that what you're doing is you're, so, you're not you're not throwing money away because I mean you're not gonna last. You'll be in that seventy five percent percentile, yeah. right? So St. Catharines to a little bit of Toronto, then six seven months in New York, then seven years or back to Toronto, then Vancouver, yeah, for seven years, and then what happened? Well, you know, then it just, it got stale out there. Okay. Like it was just overrun by like the Earls, the Cactus Clubs, oh, the Joeys, shit. right? So, and then it was just like insanely expensive to open up your own spot, yeah. right? So it's like, you know, it was, it was what, what was my next challenge, right? So Wait, I was so like. Cactus Club and Earls and all that shit, that's from out, out there. Yeah, they were the same dudes. Like oh, they were part, shit. they were partners and then split off and oh, then, op- wow. and then opened up like. I think Earl's went to, I believe, uh, Alberta. Okay. And, and opened up there. Yeah. And then Cactus just took over BC and then they just all like just exploded, man. Like wow. exploded. Like, and I mean, it's an amazing, they're amazing companies. I absolutely adore it. Like, yeah. They're, the way they're built. Yeah. yeah, man. I mean, you got to be impressed by shit. Yeah, like you that, can't right? get to that level without like hard ass work and quality. Well, I mean, and just stuff. quality and, yeah. you know, the right, the right. Business model, yeah. right? That's crazy. So I didn't know that. So I mean, it just it got really stale out there, and you know, yeah. we ended up just my wife and I. I mean, I've been together with her for like twenty years as well. Awesome. Um, so she was out there with me, and then we, you know, we, we had our first. I had my first uh, my first uh, kid out there. Uh, yeah. My daughter, um, and it just became too far, man. Like yeah. family and all that shit. Still families right? out yeah. here in St. Catharines yeah. or Niagara. So we decided to move home, and you know, I, I kind of. Then you realize the real estate prices are very similar. I'm just yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I, I, I had a, I had my first condo out there, and I mean, I made a pretty little penny off that by yeah. the way. So, um, but we decided to move home, and I took a job with like a big box company. Okay. Um, but man, I remember, still or no? Yeah, I was, okay. I was changing over. I was hired to change over an existing brand. Yeah. To how they wanted to do their relaunch of, okay. of uh, like change the brand into another brand, right? Yeah. Um, and I remember walking in, it was like, I moved back in December and I, I mean, I hadn't driven for the last seven years. I had a beautiful corner unit condo in Vancouver, looking at the look mountains. Look at the ocean and the yeah, mountains. mountains. Yeah, mountains, ocean, all that shit. And it was like, and then I ended up moving to Kit, like this old town home on King West that had like three windows. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, man. I, yeah, it's just like, oh man, okay. And then. My first, my first day of like new job was in Mississauga. So I'm like, Same. 
up at eight o'clock in the morning and at least you're going against traffic yeah Yeah. but like driving the 400 series highways like in the gloom and then i go to this restaurant and i walk in and i was like what the fuck did i just do i just (laughs) because it was like cold dark dirty like there wasn't you know it it just looked dead it it looked dead right and and i mean i didn't spend the last you know 15 years hustling hustling to to work in an environment like that you know and that's kind of how love chicks was born cool right i I knew that i was in a pretty dark place for a couple months right um and that's usually like not to go on a tangent i can relate to that in terms of running businesses and no one really understands like hey man you got a good setup or whatever but you're like no man this isn't for me you know and yeah then you're kind of like in a dark place where like no one's actually gonna understand what the fuck's going on in your head and how you feel no so. and i mean that's to me that's kind of what it that was that was my way out yeah. i was like if i'm gonna get out of this the only person that's gonna get me out of this is me so yeah. i kind of had this idea of love chicks in Vancouver because the condo that I was living in had this grocery store in the bottom and they always ran out of the roasted chickens and I'm like man if I ever made a restaurant I'd be, I, I call it I love chicks yeah. and I, but then I was like kind of like that the Facebook movie they're like drop the the it's cleaner right yeah. so and that's how that's how like love chicks kind of came ah, about right cool. like the name and all that stuff and then um Honestly, it took me three years. I worked for that company for three years, uh, you know, but slowly just building like business plans, brand identity models. Like it was good working for the larger companies. Because you get to see. Because you see see how things are built and how plans came together, right? So I kind of took that knowledge and made my own thing. And then, you know, that's, like I said, that's kind of where Love Chicks kind of was born from, right? And um, So for all the new hustlers, I think, I don't want to brush over this huge thing that you just mentioned. You worked for a company for three years while you were side hustling building love chicks. Yeah. That's fucking cool. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, working at these bigger companies, a lot of them, um, I would assume a lot of them try to give you a half decent work to life balance. Yeah. I mean, it's not, uh, it's not all true, that's for sure, but it gave me a little bit of freedom to like, you know what time you're finished, you know what yeah, time, yeah. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, I mean, I was yeah. pretty good at what I did there, so I just kind of made my own rules, which was, yeah. which was good, but it also gave me the freedom to, like, do this on the side, right? And, cool. And once all the ducks were aligned, man, yeah. you take that shot, right? You tell and, them? You're like, hey, guys, I'm... Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, they were, pre- they were pretty... Pursuing all your chickens, guys. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, man. I mean, they... Uh, I just found your suppliers. I kept their number. I'm just kidding. Yeah. And, you know, like, it's just, it, it just takes time to build. Like, when, you, when yeah. you rush into shit, that's where you make mistakes, right? Like, I mean, the one day, like, for the longest time, I was like, man, I, I'm like, what the hell is Love Chicks going to look like? like what's yeah. I need a logo. I need a logo. And then one night, I was just laying there, and I'm just yeah. thinking to myself, I'm like, like, eyes closed and shit. I'm like heart kind of looks like a chicken doesn't it oh, and then i fucking rolled over and i had a pen and, I, and on a tissue paper i just literally drew this bird that's awesome like i'm like oh heart big feet and shit were you high no okay. no no i wasn't dope. sleeping i wasn't sleeping so <laughs> it's probably some sort of so, uh some sort of yeah, non-rem state right <laughs> but yeah. um yeah, and then that's kind of how it like it all came about, right? And that's cool. Building the menus and all that stuff, but you know, with the people that I met, you know, here, go grab that. How long ago was that? Uh, what was that bell, by the way? Just that's ritual. 
So that's so we're doing ritual. Yeah. For the dollar sandwiches, right? Yeah. Um, but on this world, this is probably like I get Puni back because this is where like I introduce him. Yeah, I will. So if we go uh, back, you now you're working with a big company, working on love chicks. You're not high one night, but not sleeping, drawing the logo out. Then how long goes that? Uh, I would say um, probably like the winter time of 2015. Okay. So about like I was, ago. yeah, like I was, yeah. I mean, that's probably when I was like, I knew I had something. Yeah. And I knew I had a plan and I knew I had a, like, I knew I had a, a brand of some sort. Yeah. And you could cook. Yeah. I mean, that's, the, the food's the easy part, man, right? Like, wow. That's, when you when you well, spend a ton of time doing yeah. doing that, the food's the easy part, right? Because yeah. I mean, well, that's so that what makes we do. Sense. Yeah, it's what we do. Right? The I mean, business I, building is actually the hard part. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes actually, the sense. build the hardest part is is getting trust from people. Okay, right, and you know, this is kind of where like it's all about surrounding yourself with 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 people that are better than you in different ways. Yeah, right? yeah To build totally. a team. And that's, you know, a kind of where Puneet... 100% relate to that. You know, yeah. that's kind of where, how Puneet kind of stepped in. Like, him and I, he was one of the first guys I, I ever hired. Yeah. At... Um, was Is this the original location? This was the original location, okay. yeah. And Puneet, I met him at the, the job, the big box job. Oh, you know, and so he stole their suppliers and one of the employees. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I stole a bunch of stuff, man. Absolutely, I stole a bunch of stuff. <laughs> he fired me in three months. Yeah, because he just got, he just got back from Italy uh, doing a stage at like a Michelin one star, right? Oh wow! And uh, it was an Italian concept, right? Yeah. But you know, him and I kind of hit it off right away. Yeah. And uh, one of uh, one of my good one of my good friends was working at the same company but at a different brand and he quit and went and worked at this really nice yeah. uh, restaurant downtown so I fired Puneet I saw him he wasn't allowed to work <laughs> with me anymore to go work with this other chef because the food was just a better it, the, the food was just more suited to his skill level okay right? and you know he's worked with me part time and shit yeah but you know eventually because he would yeah. always ask me, he'd be like, he's like, Chef, when do you open up your own place? When do you open up your own place? And I'd always be like, man, I'm working on it, bro. I'm working yeah. on it. Um, and then, you know, eventually we found this spot. Yeah. And Three years ago. Yeah, three years. It'll be three years at the end of... 26th, uh, June. Yeah, June 26th, 20... That's when, that was our first day of opening, so... June 26th. 2016. 2016. Yeah. So oh, it's, shit. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been a good ride, man. I mean, yeah. um, you know, Puneet's obviously been a huge... Yeah. part of it right because you know him and i just we've been working side by side That's for fantastic. you know almost three years right and building the brand and and like i said building the trust right like yeah for me i think you've got three chances to to win a win a guest right okay. yeah i want to hear this first you know they come in and they have a they have a really good experience right yeah you know you you know you're gonna get them back mm-hmm. because they've had a first they've had a really good experience even if they don't have the best of experience, they might come back, but they're going to come back like six, seven months later. Okay. The second part is where the second chance is where you're you're probably going to either win or lose them, right? If they have another great experience, uh, you know they're going to come back again. Yeah. But if you have a shitty experience the second time, they're going to be like, ah, it wasn't that good last time, so yeah. I'm not going to 
I'm gonna come back and like we'll give him another shot maybe in a couple months from now. And that third chance, if like yeah, if it's another good if it's another good experience, you've got them. Yeah, you know if they have a, if they have a shitty experience for a second time, you've lost them, right? Yeah, and that's where Puneet and I have done I think a really good job in just creating those just creating those relationships and building that trust value, yeah. right? Because people come in like my biggest win was when I could take you know, two days off mm-hmm. and people would be, wouldn't even, they wouldn't even they realize, wouldn't even I would, they wouldn't yeah. even know I was here, right? Like, yeah, that's Because key. they would go directly to Puneet, yeah. right? And he used to be a little shell man, he wouldn't say shit. Oh yeah? But now he's just like... He's mic'd up today, so. Yeah, he's, my, he's keeping quiet right now, man, but that's probably because I don't stop talking and he doesn't, he won't <laughs> know where to... talk in front of him. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, let's switch over, man. Yeah, so 2015, June 26th, let's pause there. Um, you got hired, then fired, but let's rewind a little bit further than that. So, Puneet, where are you from? I'm from Bombay. Bombay? Yeah. Okay, I, cool. And when did you come to six, Canada? Six years ago. Okay. Yeah. 2012. Legally or illegally? Legally. Okay, cool. I'm an immigrant <laughs> too. I'm born, I'm, I was born in the Philippines. I am a permanent resident now. Okay, cool. <laughs> and uh, what happened? Like, what did you, you came here with your family, I'm assuming? No. On I your own? I came by myself. Yeah. Holy shit. Like, yeah. I, I, nice. I studied back home, I finished my bachelor's like in hospitality Okay. when I was like 18. So, and I okay, Could clear this up for me, because when I was in high school, I have no other education than high school. Yeah. When my friends were in hospitality, I was like, what the hell is that? And they walk out with food in their pockets, I'm like, you don't want to join that class. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is it called the hospitality? Because that's, you learn all the areas of a hotel. Like you learn front of the house, back of the house, oh. housekeeping. Food and beverage service. So how to be hospitable? Is that yeah, the that's word? that was like yeah, that's a three-year Which is all I think a lost. It's a lost <laughs> oh, art. Fuck. Totally lost art. But yeah. that's like a three-year degree. So after grade twelve, you do okay. that. You know, I live away from my parents when I was since I was like fourteen. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so you did that. Where did you Where did you take hospitality? Back home. Okay. I did that and finished when I was eighteen. Then I worked yeah. in one of the five-star hotels in Bombay. Okay. Worked for a year and a half, and then uh, my hand went in the dough mixer, so I had to do physiotherapy for six months. I couldn't hold a knife, and it was like a huge thirty-liter dough. What mixer. happened there? Were you high? I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, same. Like, I'm just joking about that because right? it's legal in Canada. Yeah, yeah totally. you're doing your training, and then in this industry, I mean, you're all 90, Yeah, ninety-five. Ninety-five percent of people. You're working yeah. 17, yeah. 18 hours. You, just you have one day off a week. Yeah, right? and I, f- I was making focaccia bread for Christmas. I remember that, and I forgot to put salt in that. And someone turned it up to speed three, which is super fast. And I was like, you know what? I'll just throw the salt in. Yeah. And that time they didn't have that. You know, the guard. The guard. So it was just going on. Shit, so I was man. like that, and it just stopped. It just and then I you. luckily emergency stopped it. Wow. And then I was done for six months. So I was like, you know what? I need to go somewhere else and study and see the international exposure. Yeah. So I got into CIA, Culinary Institute of America in New York, Hyde okay. Park. I thought, different CIA. It right. was too expensive. <laughs> That's yeah. here? No, in New York. Okay. So CIA, culinary, culinary Institute of America. It's oh, like okay. the most expensive, like... Yeah. One of the best culinary schools in the world. Yeah. Wow. So you got, got in there, but it was too expensive. Yeah. Oh, man. It's, it's like... $90,000 yeah, like for me. It's like 100 international Just for to one year. Yeah. Yeah, for better one year, man. Yeah, you're better off going... But then you get three months of time there, right? Like, either you get a job there or you go back to your country. 
And oh. I have one of my friend's friend like who did that and he's still working back home paying off his... So there's two CIAs. One's... There's two. <laughs> so probably more, well, there's, there's actually three. There's two culinary incidents, one in New York, one in uh, Napa Valley, and then yeah. know, okay. Central cool. Intelligence Agency. Yeah, and then so, I got through George Brown. Okay. So I came here in 2013. Okay, 2013. Study one year course, and then I did another Italian course. Okay. And then I went to Italy. I was in Chianti, Tuscany. Sweet. I studied in Parma, in Alma School, which is in Parmesan region, where how, Par- Parmesan cheese is from. Shit. So how is it working in Italy? Like, how's the, the food? Oh, it's got to be so sick. Amazing. Yeah, different. It's just different. There's a... I can't remember the name of the show, but um, I also don't remember the name of the comedian. Uh, Aziz Ansari. Yeah, Aziz Ansari. When he went to Italy. What's the show called? <laughs> I don't remember. I can't, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, when he's yeah, yeah. I thought it was a he joke. He produced that show for himself and yeah. his buddy. Yeah, so is it anything like that? It is. It's wow. totally different. Like, from egg to olive oil, like... Yeah. I heard the water rumor. tastes different. Though. Yeah, man. I mean, it's... You know? It's just quality. Europe, man. Like, yeah. it's just Everything's slower fresh. and it's... Yeah. People take their time. They take their, they yeah. take their time to eat. They take their time to... Take a nap Live, in the afternoon. You know what I mean? They yeah, take their time where here it's just a rat All the stores race, are closed at like 2 o'clock. People shut wow. their stores down. Every convenience store, everything. They go home, sleep. Come back. They come at 5, 7 o'clock, they're closed. They wow. probably open their stores for like 5, 6 hours. But yeah. there's like an understanding of the neighborhood exactly. and the community. Yeah. Exactly. I, yeah. I mean, it's the cultures, right? Like that's yeah. the... It's totally different from the you stop, you, you die here. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you stop, you lose. Yeah, you stop, you there, lose. There it's like... We're stopping because yeah. we, we want to. <laughs> Have you seen anyone try to come to Italy or Europe and try to bring that mentality of like, yo, we're open 24 hours a day, son. You know, like, hit us up. I mean, I've, I've been all over Europe and it was, yeah, like, it was like, it's not, it's just, no, man, it's just a different, different culture, man. The, yeah. the brain works differently there. Like. The mentality of people is just different, right? We're in North America. It's like you just got to keep on going, man. Yeah, man. Right? Because like, it's just so expensive. Now, I mean, I'm assuming like Milan and Paris aren't the cheapest places in the mm, world no. to live. London sure as hell isn't, no, right? Definitely but not. You know, I think it's all like just all relative, right? Like where where we live, we just that's just this is our lifestyle, man. Yeah. Right. And it's, I don't it's what think we're it's fed from a little kid. Yeah, right. Man, like, just, you got to you got to go. You, you yeah. want you want more like. You need to have a big house, a car. Like, yeah. I don't give a shit about any of that stuff, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, why I want to be successful is I want the only, I want to, I want some of my life back, right? Yeah. I want to. I'm busting my ass so that I can have time with my with my family and yeah. my kids before they don't want to hang out with me anymore, right? <laughs> like, that's kind of that's kind of why I'm hustling now, so that you know if if by some magical reason I actually make it in this industry yeah. you know it, like maybe i can get a little bit of the time back right? so what would you consider quote-unquote making in the, in the industry you guys uh, got two I mean, locations I, yeah now. we've got two locations so i'm pretty close i yeah. think you know we, we've uh we're looking at expanding getting larger like leaving because our lease is up in this space at the oh. end of may okay and you know what you, yeah. you know what old school thug landlords are going to do in this city, man. They're just, just going to jack gonna, up the rent. They're going to jack the rent out to put more money in their pocket. Yeah. And I know that's what's going to happen here, yeah. right? Like, you know, with the money that the limited profitability that is this industry, which every other restaurant yeah. owner will know, 
you know, you don't have an extra 12K at the, in the bank at the end yeah. of the year to give your landlord a thousand more bucks a month, right? Mm. So, you know, we're looking at our options, seeing what, seeing what we kind of can do. But yeah. you know what? Like, we're lucky that we even have those options. Yeah. We, could, we could be like, oh, we're closing because, well, we suck and we don't know what That's we're true. doing and we're not making any money yeah. and it's too hard, right? Like, we're the opposite, right? So, yeah, you know, we're getting there to making it, but we're not quite there yet, man. Yeah. It's going to take a lot more hustle and, you know, a little bit more luck to, yeah. uh, to get it, right? And, you know, but no matter how big we get, it's not, like, I don't want to get, like, massive, like, yeah. 250 locations massive, yeah. right? But, you know, we're still going to be in the hood. We're still going to be in the Junction Triangle for the most part, we hope. Um, yeah, there's still Just at a more professional, just in a more professional building, right? And, okay. you know, we do have an opportunity. We've surrounded ourselves again, I think, with the right people yeah. um, that can help make it happen. And we go from there, right? You sh- you, cool. I mean, you may as well take a shot. We've gone this far, right? Absolutely. So, you know, it's uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting transition if we can make it happen. Yeah, we're we're pumped that if we can make it happen, it's gonna be pretty fun to have you know a brand yeah. new kitchen, a brand new <laughs> building where we can build it out. Yeah, and, we'll come, uh, man, in May or we're June, wherever you guys got to respond. Yeah, man, it'll, 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 like if it all works out. I mean, there's a it's a big if right yeah. now. Right, what if the landlord's like, hey, man. Well, this is this is the land. This is like a developer. This is a guy who oh, like shit. builds the city of Toronto, right? Okay. So, and he's looking for. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> he he just wants the right right, right person in his yeah. buildings, right? And um, well, hopefully, because more of the community guy too. Yeah, okay. he's so a community that's guy. Cool. And, like we're community people. Like we went and checked out the space again the other day, and it was like, it's like I paid this person to do it, right? And it's yeah. just around the corner, um, <laughs> potentially, right? And we were sitting there. Um, walking around the building with like the leasing agent, the real estate agent, yeah. and all that, and then when this, this uh, lady rolls down the window of her BMW, she's like, she's like, Bob, she's like, you better be giving me some good news, right? <laughs> and the, the leasing agent, and the real realtor, look at each other, they're like, I'm like, I swear I didn't plan that, man, right? <laughs> so it's like they want to, they want to have that local, that, yeah. Those, and I mean, they, they come people up. fucking love us, man, like. We're yeah. here. We've got good. We've got great food. You know, we've got a chill, great vibe, right? And yeah. People buy into that shit, man. Like, Absolutely. you know, it's a, you know, the, the community around here. They're all families, right? They don't yeah. want to have some high end. Yeah. They don't want to buy chickens from Lot no. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> man. They want to have like, they just want to have it. They want to have it all, right? And that kind yeah. of builds back to like what hospitality is, right? Ah, and, cool. You know, we. Yeah, like I, I understand now. what that what that word means, right? There's yeah. restaurants around here that you know give you attitude. Yeah, people come here and they're like, I was just at that restaurant, and they were like, so rude. Yeah, you know what I mean? They're like, they, it's like they, Eyebrow it's like stuff. they were, it's like we were inconveniencing them by being there. Yeah, and which it, doesn't make any sense. That's no man. It, it's not the first time that we've heard it, right? and not going to be the last time, right? So. Yeah. And like I, I, I relish in that shit, man. Like, yeah. come on here, man. Like, we're honest. This is what yeah. we do. We don't, we don't stray from it, right? Because at the end of the day, man. Like, I always say that food is the one thing that it doesn't matter where you are, yeah. what race you are, what religion you preach. Like, man. there's no. Everybody can agree that there's nothing better than sitting around a table with some good food with your family and friends. Yeah. I don't care what walk of life you're from. Yeah. That's Tell me I'm wrong. 
right? No, absolutely and right. No, and no one's going to agree tell more. Them. Yeah, right. So that's uh, you know that's a pretty important thing that I always try to remember, right? And that's cool. You know, it's uh, you know it kind of follow flows through with what Love Chicks is, right? And we just want to get bigger because we want to show more people. I want to show off more. Yeah, right? like, not because <laughs> yeah, I'm egotistical or anything. Because you put in the work and the time. I'm, because we should be proud of what we've done, yeah. right? And like, you know, our place downtown, it, um, you know, it's obviously much smaller. It's part of okay. a bigger thing. What's the address there? It's uh, 111 Richmond Street. So we're in this thing Richmond called the Street. Chef's the Chef's Assembly. Oh, shit. Uh, it's like okay. that big glorified fucking marketplace, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I but haven't it, been, but I know I what mean, it is. The food's sick, right? There's a lot of really talented... Uh, a lot of really talented people that work there, right? Yeah. There's, like there's, you know, I think some of the things are obviously hit and miss, you know, but but the, the variety is there, yeah. right? And, you know, no matter what, like you, you go there and you're probably going to walk out pretty satisfied with like this, this the, with the food, right? Like, yeah. I mean, we've just crushed our fried chicken down there, our Brussels sprouts, but now we've started to take, you know, Puneet's butter chicken down there, right? Nice. And, this Visa Infinite party that we did, right? We, yeah, you we did the, that. Yeah, the charcoal smoked butter chicken, and it was just like a winner, man. Everyone was just like, "What the fuck? Is, what, yeah, are we, cool. what are we eating? It looked great, like, <laughs> that's you know." Awesome. But I mean, that's the thing. It's like Love Chicks is comfort food, man. Like, it, it is. It's, it's the thing a that quality comfort. Yeah, food. of course, it's not man. Like, absolutely, right? It's uh, yeah. it's definitely technically sound, right? We, yeah. you know, we 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 do things the way they're supposed to be done, but just put a little twist on it, right? Like, yeah. It's it would, pretty, like, not, I mean this in a good way. It's basic food that tastes fucking amazing. Yeah. I, mean, like, I hate Brussels sprouts. I mentioned this to you when I first mentioned <laughs> yeah. it, but I always order, I eat them from here. Yeah, man. And I hate them, but. Well, see, I, I even looked at, I was, I, I saw something the other day, and I was just Google imaging a restaurant that I was talking about or whatever, and they had Brussels sprouts on the menu, and I'm like, oh, fuck, those kind of look like ours. Yeah. But then I looked at him a little closer and I'm just like, they're not the same because they're, they're lazy. Uh, they, like, they're, I mean, for us. That's a true statement, man. Well, I mean, you can tell by the way they were cut, right? Yeah. And there's, and that's, we, we go that one extra step. Yeah. The way we cut them properly because mm. there's so much water and air inside that Brussels uh. that if you don't cut it properly, it's just going to get trapped. And yeah. then they're going to be soggy and mushy. They're not going to be crispy, right? I love so that little just, detail. It's just those, it, we just go that one extra step, man. And it doesn't have to be a fucking crazy molecular fine dining type of, yeah. type of technique. Just got to be, you just got to go that one extra step, man, right? And I love that shit. I love the yeah, that's fine awesome. dining, you know, molecular stuff. I just don't have the patience for it, man. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I love it. I understand it, but... I'm hungry right now, man. Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> I, like, I don't want to be sitting here and doing prep for, for six hours, yeah. right? Eight hours. And, and work on 50, uh, having, like, 25 different little jobs that you have to do, man. Yeah. I like big, easy bulk prepping and and just getting it done man and, yeah. and we do right like that's how we that's how we hammer out all the food that we do right it's awesome. because it's organized and it's not i mean it's difficult i mean Puneet might say you're a fucking idiot because <laughs> he's like do you see your prep list man there's like 35 fucking things on it but yeah. um but it's it's good man like i mean we uh I think we just we've got a we've got a product that we can that we can build yeah. man and just get out there more right because we sure. love showing people a good time man but this yeah, and place those, and those little details man they go a long way in any industry 
like whether it's like real estate, investing, or the restaurant industry, it's not going to cost you that much more. Maybe a little bit of time, a little bit of effort, but you build a habit. Yeah. Well, and it, it doesn't cost anything to fucking ask what a person's name is when they're walking out the door yeah. saying thank you. That shit just yeah. That doesn't cost you anything, man. You know, and that's true. And people like people love it, man. You know, you're walking by and patios cranking busy, and people walking by. They're like, "Hey, Paul, what's up?" You know, and it's yeah. like it happens. Just a regular person. Hey, Penny, what's going on? You guys all good, man? You guys are fucking yeah. busy today, right? Like, but like, yeah, yeah you know, don't fire me again. No, I'm just uh, yeah, don't fire me <laughs> a lot again. Of time no, it no. happens here too. Like, we got a couple regulars. Like most of the community, like the area here, everyone knows us. Yeah, and I live right above upstairs. Okay. It's Shouldn't like, have told us that. Oh, I might cut that out. Yeah, and then, I mean, I'm, it's like, you know, it's my 50th birthday. Can I get, I need beef tenderloin. I'm like, you know, I'm working. Just bring me the meat and I'll cook it here. And it's like 12 pound beef tenderloin. Holy shit. <laughs> I just fucked one of those up like two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Not well, 50 pounds. I mean, that's yeah. the thing, right? Like we've, we've got a, that is cool. we've yeah. got a lot of people that hang out here and, you know, Puneet loves, I mean, Puneet's fucking good at what he does, man. Like, yeah. You know, so he'll just go over to someone's house and like be like, you know what? On my day off, on my day off. Okay, that's what we're doing. Okay, I'll just come over and I'll. When are you off again? (laughs) Totally. Tomorrow. Well, that's the thing, man. Upstairs, like I, I mean, you know, it's I'm I'm in a. So you're going. I'm in a relationship with him. Cooking other people's food. Yeah, fuck. No, it doesn't happen all the time. It's just like, but it's it's just that's a unique experience. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, the good thing about him being upstairs, like you know, we're in a relationship where like. I hope he learns a couple things off me. Yeah, you know because I learned I learned a lot of shit from him too, right? And a lot of it is you know it's uh, like the his his fucking curries are insanely good, yeah. but they're different, yeah. right? They're different when you make it in a restaurant or when you go upstairs to to his 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 house and yeah. make it up there in a pressure cooker with like you know just tasting shit in your hand like. I'm salivating fucking thinking about it because it's just, I go up there and man, he makes like these kidney bean curries or the the chicken curries that he makes and it's just fucking insanely, it's insanely good, man. Like, so speak on that other way. I'm curious, like how does that differentiate from what you would serve here versus I'm assuming upstairs or your own home would be more authentic? Or well, yeah, man, people are, shit up. Yeah, like it's it's just about the quantity as well, right? Like I make like 75 liters of butter chicken here. 75 liters of butter chicken. Yeah. Oh, shit. Right? It takes me like eight hours, nine hours to cook it. Okay. Because there's different procedures, techniques. Yeah. So like, you know, you have to cook garlic for a certain time. Yeah. And you have to cook the tomatoes until it leaves yeah. oil and all that, right? But upstairs, it's like, okay, I have a small, you know, ah, like, for like a pressure two cooker. to four people. Yeah, I'm whatever. fucking hungry, exactly. man. I don't want to wait eight yeah, hours. Eight like, hours. I want to make a curry right? in 20 like, minutes here, you know? I can yeah. cook a beef there and like, yeah. So like, you know, in like 40 minutes. Cool. If I cook the beef here where I don't have a pressure cooker, it's going to take me four hours. Ah. But then it's like, is it going to be moist or is it going to be tender? Gonna, so you know, it and just, I've always been interested in that. Like, I like to cook. I have no training at all. But when I cook for one, two or three people, I'm good. But when I try to cook for like 10, 50 people, I'm like, this tastes like shit. Well, man, I mean, <laughs> like, what you did gotta, I just do? You gotta kind of know what you're doing. It's yeah. like, it's like, it's the classic, um, the classic, I want to open a restaurant yeah. mentality, <laughs> right? Where it's like, oh, you know, I've been an accountant for fucking, you know, 22 years. I'm going to go open a restaurant yeah. because I want to try something different. 
Like you're a moron. <laughs> you're, you have no fucking clue. Like Shout out no to one Well, yeah. I mean, actually, the accountant probably because at least they know the numbers. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They'd be like, "Shit, man, I'm spending a lot of money here. What am I doing that's wrong?" True. Right? Yeah. But it's like it's. It's that's where the seventy five percent failure rate comes in. That makes right? sense. Yeah, it's like Move I would yourself. never just be like, you know what, man, I fucking love electric. I want to be an electrician. I'm not going to take any training, and I'm just going to yeah. go fuck around with that fifty thousand volt yeah. like <laughs> electrical box. Yeah. Like, I'll you'll be dead. My whole house. yeah, you're going to be dead in yeah twenty minutes. You know what I mean? Like, it's you, you got to know what you're doing. Yeah, right? and you have to understand that you know the money. The and mo- the shit they don't see. The 17 or like the, the 17 hours, the living in New York. Well, that's the thing. No, right? no, like, no one's seen that shit. You know, there's nothing, there's nothing glamorous yeah. about scrubbing dishes yeah. or taking out the trash or, or being cleaning, so tired or clean, your hand falls clean, in the yeah, mixer. Yeah, <laughs> cleaning out fucking, cleaning the toilets, like mopping yeah. the floor every night. Like we do everything. Yeah. Like, I, like I we do that. absolutely everything from fucking the cleaning to yeah. telling the story and making cocktails and yeah. doing killer food and, and all that stuff, man. It's the, it's the, the shit you don't want to know about, right? That For sure. people are like, fuck, I got to do this. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to pay somebody to do this. And then yeah. they're like, and I'm giving away a lot of money here to the labor, yeah. right? And then, you know, you got to pay the big man, right? Mm-hmm. Government wants a huge piece, like yeah. a huge piece. It's it's crazy, right? It's like, crazy. That's where, that's where three quarters of your profits go to, right? Yeah. Like all that hard work, all that you're you're, you're just giving your money away, right? Mm. You're giving it to the POS stations. You're giving it yeah. to like the, the 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 labor that you know the PR liabilities for labor. You're giving it yeah. all the oh, taxes, shit. all the man. licensing, like, and all that stuff. Yeah, and then it's like you know people don't understand, right? Like mm. you know, oh let's let's uh, let's up the salaries to. You know, yeah. fifteen bucks an 30%. hour, but then within eight weeks or something, when they did that, like forty thousand jobs were, were gone. Gone. Well, because the little guys can't afford that no, shit. No, not at all. All of a sudden, you're paying like you're not getting you're any paying more fucking staff to like and, and and like hopefully you're busy. But if you're not busy, yeah. you're not going to be paying to someone eighteen dollars an hour to just sit on their ass and yeah hang out on their phone or. Yeah, you know because it's 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 tough, man, and that's where like that's where I think the majority of the failure rate is, right? Like, you know, when it comes to food, like okay, if you over order a ton of shit and you throw it in the garbage, yeah. like learn from your mistake, man. Like yeah. proper ordering, right? Yeah. Don't throw food in the garbage because that's just you're literally throwing money away, right? It's the labor. The new, I think, the new age restaurants are going to find a way. And if we end up building a new restaurant, mm-hmm. I'm going to eliminate like seventy percent of the front of the house labor. I'm going to try okay. to make it you so have, like it's AI robots and shit. Fucking AI robots, man. You yeah. know what I mean? Like cool. little drones on around with their menus and shit. Yeah. Right? Like <laughs> figuring out a way. Like you know, what I mean, if every table has a fucking iPad or something like that, yeah. and you're spending your money on the kitchen, busters, and bartenders. Instead of having servers that Set you got to pay, show, yeah. like servers, I'm going to tell you, man, they'll be, it'll, they'll be, they'll Gone. be obsolete. Yeah, absolutely. Like within probably ten years. Yeah. Like not for the fine dining of restaurants, mm-hmm. but the fine dining restaurants, your fucking guest average check is like two hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah. You're walking out with six thousand dollar bills, right? Yeah. Like that's yeah. fine. They need servers, right? Yeah. But little guys like this, or you know, I mean, little guys like this, man, like. You know, if if we have the opportunity, we're just going to eliminate it. Yeah, we'll that still makes have sense. we'll still have some 
Yeah. But you sort want of that, service, but yeah. not that like every day, you yeah. know, walking around, here's our special for today is yeah. because you're, you're paying them fucking $14 an hour yeah. and then they're making $300 tips. Yeah. Like, I'd rather keep that. Absolutely. <laughs> I'd and rather they, keep that and fucking give it to the boys, and the guys in the kitchen, right? Like, and then you get the two weeks notice. Yeah. Well, and then, <laughs> I mean, honestly, man, but like, that's the thing. And like servers, I mean, I'm, I'm, dude, I've been doing this for 20 fucking years, man. Yeah. Like, sir, other than if you're at a professional restaurant, high, fine dining restaurant, man, they're all aspiring actresses and actors and, and yeah. they're going to school. Like, that's where kind of like, I mean, there's a lot of amazing servers that are obviously, but I'm just saying it's, it, eventually I think it'll be a dying breed. Makes sense. Like, You're just giving away too much of your money, man. Yeah, and, that can and pay for other day, shit. At the end of the day, majority of servers suck. I, I'll say it. Like I, I don't agree with. I mean, us as business owners, as entrepreneurs, we understand in the service industry. When I go to a restaurant and a server sucks, I'm like, what oh, the man, fuck are you doing? Brutal. You know, like what what's like, going on terrible. right now? You know, and. Like go get another job or just learn some hospitality. Yeah, right? they just it, the, the the frustrating part about it, right, is that they're just not a hundred percent invested because yeah, that's exactly especially it. if you go like you know it, because first off, super fucking greedy, right? Like, yeah. I mean, like I said, I've been doing this. I've no, I've known a lot of servers, man. Like yeah. they're about the almighty dollar, right? It's like true. they're 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 hustling because they want to they want to make the money so they can go. Pay for school or pay for the rent. Yeah. Like I, I man, I, I get it. Like yeah. I get why you're there, but you know, at the end of the day, man, Especially they're not they're like not 100 invested, right? Yeah. Like where you guys know where your people in the kitchen, from, obviously stuff. the business owners, like they're, you know, you know, the, the chefs or whoever. Like I mean, for the most part, man, they're pretty invested, right? Like that's cool. All my guys here, yeah. I mean, we're all a big fucking family, right? Like yeah, and they, that's awesome. And they 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 work hard at it, right? Like. Yeah. The guys downtown, what a solid team they are yeah. down there. Barely, yeah, who's running that show right now? Um, you two are here. What are they doing? Puneet and I are, Puneet and I are <laughs> here. Puneet's always here. I'm like 95% here. I'll go down there when I got to shake some hands and kiss some babies and yeah. you know, do some of the media stuff. But one of my first hires, one of my one of my guys like at, at this location, um, some like scrawny little rock and roll, straggly guy. Mm-hmm. I was just like, all right, man, I'll give you a shot. And he ended up like just... He's been me, been with me for almost over two two yeah. years now, yeah. and he hired all of his old all of his like bunnies rock and roll dude. So you go yeah. down there and it's just like goth t shirts <laughs> and like you know like fun like cool t shirts and they're just like you know bandanas and where everybody else down there is like you know embroidered aprons and chef's yeah. jackets and we're just like man we just like sticking out yeah we got a fucking disco ball going on <laughs> like it's just fun man like that's that's awesome you know down there i didn't want it to be so formal i wanted it to be yeah just stay true just guys you guys just want some killer fried chicken and some brussels sprouts and some butter chicken like just come hang out with us man we'll yeah. get it to you fast consistent and you're gonna leave with a smile on your face right that's so awesome. and and that i mean i think that's why we're pretty we're one of the busiest guys yeah. down there just because of our execution and our attitude right like yeah. there's no bullshit man like it's funny because i mentioned it to some, some friends of mine because you know with the new podcast and stuff I, I was like hey i'm interviewing love chicks they're like what you're going to that little spot i'm like no no th- this spot I'm like here <laughs> and, uh, dupont and they're like 
They didn't even know this spot existed. Yeah. So, and they're like, that other spot is fucking insane. I know, man. It's so and, hard, uh, right? Like, so it's just fascinating to me. And I was like, I didn't even know that spot existed until we chatted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, there's a lot of shit going on in this city, yeah, right? And, you know, you got to find a way to get your name out there. But, I mean, fuck, man. Yeah. From firsthand experience, like, marketing and PR is not cheap. No, not You know what I mean? And, and to take a little guy, yeah. right, that, you know, struggles that, not, well, just struggles that, you know, trying to, not struggle, yeah, hustles yeah. at making making the money, right? And, yeah. and so you can pay your staff, pay your bills, pay everything, pay mm. fucking everybody, right? Like, you know, it's, uh, it, it's tough, man. Like, yeah. I mean, we do well. I mean, we do well. I got no issues, man, yeah. right? Like, we're talking I, 10, 15, 25 years or saying of yeah, man. I mean, like it's uh, you know it's 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 a hustle, right? So trying to get your name out there is not yeah. the easiest, man. But fuck, man, Rome wasn't built in the day, right? You got to yeah. stay true to like what you do. You know, if it's not busy one night, you can't fucking freak yeah, out you and lose your mind out. and start changing everything. Oh, maybe <laughs> we got to do this. Maybe we got to do that. No, like you stay true to it, and yeah. you know it, it it should happen. Yeah, right. Like, but you got to know what you're doing.